2: When you think of the world's greatest love stories, you might think of places like Verona where Romeo met Juliet or the Yorkshire Moors where Cathy and Heathcliff's wild romance took place. Well, you can add a new location to the list now, the University of Limerick. Meredith Story from Ohio in the States came to UL in 2013 for a master's and she left with a PhD and a husband and she met Limerick man Ian Houlihan and both of them are uh, with me now and talk about an exciting week for you two guys you're welcome first of all thanks very much for coming in and telling us uh, your your story um you're newlyweds right oh we are we got married
1: last thursday uh up in Doolin, a hotel Doolin there
2: Mm. Mm. tell me about that
1: oh it was great we we what did we we went up there a week early my family flew over from the states uh we'd actually been married about two weeks earlier at home in cleveland so that my dad could walk us down the aisle and all of that kind of pomp and circumstance Uh but it's been beautiful the wedding in Doolin was amazing and then we came down here to limerick just over the weekend again and i had my graduation on monday
0: yeah yeah so we actually only went back down yesterday to Finish off our photos because Meredith was not feeling well on the day of the wedding. So, oh, um, <laughs> the photographer, thankfully, she pushed it off. Um, and she said, just come back down whenever you're ready to go. And um, yeah, it was great. We were actually down there again, all dressed up.
2: <laughs> Yesterday, yeah. Yeah. That can't be great now when you're not feeling well on the, on the big day.
1: Oh no, but it was okay. Ian kind of took charge. He took everyone to the cliffs and more the day before, so everyone got a little vacation out of it as well, and I got a nap in. Right, so.
2: you feeling better now? Oh, much better. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Good. Um, and then uh, on Monday, as if getting married wasn't enough, on Thursday, you guys graduated. Yeah, well,
0: I had graduated back in 2016, and uh, Meredith graduated on Monday.
2: Right. And what were you doing um, at UL?
1: It was my PhD. It was in the the school, the Kemi Business School in Finance and Accounting, and my, my specialty was in sustainable development and how you can teach business education for sustainable development, get students interested in climate change, poverty, corruption, major issues that don't necessarily make it into business school curriculum on the regular.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. And what were you doing at UL?
0: Um, I'm a postdoctoral researcher, so I do... Um, Develop uh, novel heart tissue adhesive, so bone cements and dental fillings, and so all materials based. So, we develop in for uh industry partner in, in the university, um, and we further develop products that they already have as well. Right, so they haven't been able to get rid of you, basically, you know? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've stayed on. <laughs> so, you obviously enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it's great out there. Um, everyone's fantastic, um, and there's plenty of opportunity as well. Right. Uh,
2: where are you from in Limerick? Uh, yeah. Corbally. So, how did this all come about then? Well, first of all, why did you come to uh, UL from Ohio? Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, it was 2013 when, when I first came over. It was August. Um, I had been looking at programs just around, and the international program at UL has great outreach. So I was able to connect with with who my course director ended up being. Then when I came over for my master's, I met uh, Sheila Killian, who's my present supervisor on the PhD, and she kind of looped me in for, for a bigger kind of project there. And I was able to stay on and I got great experiences through work at the UN during yeah. that period of time that was based on Kemi's connection.
2: But did you guys cross over uh, at all in study-wise? Uh, funn- it was
0: uh, a summer school that we had to take. So there's what they call structured PhDs now. And you have to build up a certain amount of credits outside of your, your thesis. Um, and there's a generic and transferable skills summer school um, that I ended up taking a year too late because I thought I could get away with not doing it. And Meredith took it a year early, so it was just by chance that we ended up in the same summer school. And that's the, the first time we met, but it wasn't until, that was back in 2015, but I'd say it was, wasn't until middle of 2016 until we actually started talking and mm-hmm. seeing each other and took it from there.
2: Since you started talking,
0: on, explain <laughs> that
2: to me now. Yeah, the, well, that sounds like a real limerick man's response. Uh, well, and we started talking.
0: So, uh, in 2015, we had just met, and I was like, yeah. that was the first time we'd, we'd ever crossed paths. And it was just uh, just talking at a social event. And then, but then, what's I mean, come on, like
1: <laughs> I had a boyfriend yeah, at the time, actually. The time. And then I moved to
2: New York yeah. a week later, those yeah. pesky <laughs> boyfriends, and moving to New York. Yeah. Seriously, uh, yeah. but I mean, like I, I, I take absolutely Did you had a boyfriend, but was there any? <laughs>
1: Well, uh, well, I moved away, I moved away, and then it was kind of like this, oh, that that tall, cute Irishman that was in my class that Mm. kind of added me on Facebook, and oh, he reached out to me. uh, Good man yourself. So he stayed in touch. he stayed keen, it was very sweet of him. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: so obviously from your side you were going, "Mm." keep an eye. Keep an eye, you know, outreach of a different kind. That's it. (laughs) So you went off to New York. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, great city.
1: Yeah, great time. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and, a, then, and what happened to the boyfriend? <laughs> Not you.
1: <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> no, no. I came back. I was back in Limerick uh, the following semester for spring, and it was during that kind of semester that things started unraveling there. And Ian and I then started talking over summer, and then it wasn't until I was back for for autumn semester then that we started dating. Right. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: So we're chatting to uh, Meredith Story and Ian Houlin. who have had some week. uh, (laughs) Wedding last week. um, One of them graduating on uh, Monday. Um, So, uh, sorry, I'm not Trust me, I'm not going to get into the details of this other than to say um, how quickly did you both realise that this was probably for the long haul rather than the short haul? Um, I don't know. I just,
0: it was always easy it was never never mm-hmm. hard um, we just we both enjoyed travelling so like on weekends or even if it was just around Ireland if, um, or to get
2: away for, to Europe somewhere um, yeah we just always had good time yeah Uh, No, as we know in Ireland, um, every um, American who turns up here uh, digs back into their past, even if they have to go back (laughs) 2,000 years to find an Irish connection. Is there one in your family?
1: Yeah, actually, some of the wedding guests that are still here are traveling around. Um, I guess my family's ancestrally from Newport up in Mayo. So they're all up there with the relatives and they'd know them quite well. It's just I've never really met them. So Uh. I've been to Newport, I've been to Mayo, but... Mm -hmm.
2: Okay, so you had a sense of Irishness growing up or...? No? Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, Cleveland's a very Irish town. Yeah. Um, it, it's paired with Ackle, I believe, um, but they do a lot of international outreach. There's an Irish-American club there. So we'd, we'd listen to, to the Irish Hour growing up. We'd get the news. We'd get things like that, but it was never, never an overly exerted sense. It was just we'd go to the parades, we'd go to the fish fries, we'd do what we could.
2: Right. Now, Ohio... Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking in the context of a general election campaign happening here is known in the States, it's what they call a bellwether state, isn't it? Oh, it's yeah, kind of known funny. in American elections that if you win Ohio, mm-hmm. then you probably are going to win the country,
1: goes the
2: country. Uh, So it's going to be a big thing for the election this year, of course uh, for you guys um, uh, as well um, So do you think about politics? Do you think about the U.S. politics? Do you think about Irish politics, mm-hmm. Meredith?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm still a registered voter at home, and so I think that especially being in Ohio, where you know your vote's worth so much there, um, it's it's been very interesting to kind of be away and come home and see the changes in the in the the shifts. In, in allegiances, whether it's a blue state or a red state, depending on when I left, it was one colour. When I came back, it's definitely Trump country now. So it's interesting to see the changes over time and it'll be great seeing going forward how it's able to shape up in the future.
2: Right. And what does her family think of this Limerick man? <laughs> um, yeah, well,
0: they've <laughs> accepted me with open arms um, from day one. So um, everything's went well since. Um, I've, I've been over five, six times now mm-hmm. we've gone to visit. Um, so, we were recently only there for Christmas. Um, so, we spent Christmas in Cleveland this year, which was nice. It was his um, first
1: Christmas away from home, didn't yeah. it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Um, we got I'd some say snow. that.
1: So, you were very popular
2: at home, were you?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because my brother is actually living in Belgium as well. So. <laughs> and he was back. So, it was the smallest Christmas they've had yet. But uh, they'll be fine. They had a good time as well. Was there snow? There was snow in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, not nice. as much as what they're used to, but it was enough for us Limerick people anyway.
2: Cleveland's
0: <laughs> right, suffering from a bit of climate change as well.
2: Yeah, seems that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the way of it. And what about his family with you, Meredith? Oh,
1: they're lovely. They've accepted me just like one of their own. His little niece and nephew especially. They'll always be there just ready to play on the floor with you. It's like my own niece and nephew. So <laughs> it's nice to be able to feel like you're going home even when you're going just to your new home.
2: Now, Ian, you were explaining you're working at the University of Limerick. So is is that going to be the case for you for a while to come at least? Uh, So going forward, uh, we've only
0: recently applied for me to become a permanent resident in the US. Um, So we've just put our application in in January. That could take anywhere from 12 to 18 months, we've been told. So while that process is happening, I'll be based here in Limerick and Meredith is actually working in New York at the minute as well. So Mm. we'll be over and back. So thankfully there's nice direct flights from Shannon. Um, so yeah, just mm. applications in there. We just got to wait. Mm-hmm. And wh- what
2: are you doing in New York at the minute? Uh,
1: I'm working for the UN Sustainable Development Solutions Network. It's almost exactly what my PhD was in. It's um, how to educate people around these issues of sustainable development. It's the the crowd that makes the happiness survey, the country, the rankings of the oh, country. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's that group that does all of the the international statistics development and everything like that to rank out. Um, issues of sustainable development, happiness uh, indicators for progress.
2: Does Ireland do okay in the happiness survey? Yeah,
1: I think you're about 16th or so. Right, and, and,
2: and do you know who, number one, two Ireland? Oh, good job. Yeah. Finland,
1: I, I think. Dan- Finland. There's, it, it's I mean, it's Scandinavian. Iceland's up there too, actually. Scandinavia, here yeah. we go. <laughs>
2: Every time someone says this country, oh, the Scandinavian example is just uh, top, top class. So, residency for you. Yeah, yeah. Now, citizenship requires you to renounce all other citizenship, including your Irish citizenship in the US. Would um, you think about citizenship?
0: I think you can be a dual citizen. Can you?
2: I think so. I know people, well, they were born in
0: America and they have, uh, an, Irish, they have an Irish passport as right. well. So, so you think uh, it can be done I in reverse? it works the other way as well. well okay.
2: Hopefully. Future problems. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and in terms of residency, obviously because you're married to an American, that's, yeah. that's where you can manage to do that. And it probably gives you huge rights, does it? Yeah, Not everything, but uh, a lot It of... just
0: means you don't have to get sponsorship when you're working yeah. as well. And I can remain in the country even without work. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it gives you, I suppose, pretty much everything you need. You can stay and live there. And I mean, it's conditional for two years and then you just you just update your status and then it's every 10 years. Then after that, you have to renew it. Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: well, I'm just in my head thinking, mm, my other half isn't working today, so I need to be careful with this next question. Um Uh, Obviously, uh, getting married is the easy bit. Um, Staying married is the much easier bit. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, how how are you feeling about it? What are the plans?
1: So, they're going well so far. So, so, it's going to be a bit tough for the next couple of months just because we need to plan out kind of generously well in advance when we'll see each other next, if it'll be him coming to the States, if it'll be me coming over. We haven't planned a honeymoon or anything like that. So, down the road, we'll try to get something in there so that we can sneak in another visit to each other. So... Our, our goal is to just kind of measure through the next year with our vacation days and everything to right. make sure we're able to see each other as best yeah. as possible.
2: Okay, I mean, that, that must be tough though, obviously, yeah. the, the distance and, you know, I, I know it's it's much shorter journey than it ever used to be yeah, and all that yeah, stuff, definitely. but still, you know. Oh yeah, I know. It's never um, easy, but... Yeah. Is he romantic? <laughs>
1: He's a surprising. Yeah, the proposal was a total you. surprise great. too. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be expecting it. He he asked me to marry him on Friday the thirteenth at down by a river in my hometown. It's like the most beautiful spot on earth with a covered bridge and everything. And did I'd, he go down on one knee? He sure did. I, I Good was man. <laughs> I was surprised. I was turned around, and when I turned back, he was down on one knee with the ring box up in his hand, and I I didn't see it coming, but it was fantastic. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Um. Because, like, you you know, I don't know if you know this, Meredith, but Limerick men do have a reputation of not really being prepared to move that quickly from Limerick. So (laughs) you're a bit of an exception there. Yeah. Well, I haven't moved yet. (laughs) I have another
0: year to kind of transition, you know?
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Okay, guys. Well, listen, it's fantastic to hear your story. And I mean,. I presume you think of the sliding doors thing, do you? If you were done, if you had done, you know, all that stuff yeah. that yeah. goes through your head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's
1: it's just nice to have the time that we have now. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, any sense of meant to be fate type of thing around this because of you know.
1: Oh, yeah. The, uh, there's no way we should have met each other in the first place, and no. then the fact that he just happened to reach out on the one moment in time that I was around in Limerick and still. Like, like that I was free and able and yeah. everything like that. It's just been such a wonderful journey together.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, it's been fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Believe me, you know, you're being much more expressive about this. We'll have a video and we'll put some of it up. But Ian looks very happy as well. <laughs> I should I should point out uh, oh, um, no. uh, that. So like, how, how do all the pals in Limerick feel about this and what's happened and yeah, the great uh, romance? That, no,
0: uh, uh, yeah, they love her. Um, everyone gets on
1: great with her. Yeah, they're a bit um, nervous that I'm going to steal him away. Yeah, the idea yeah. of him leaving Limerick is well found there. <laughs> but they, they
0: have a bed in New York then, so they'll, they'll get over that. Well, you know what?
2: <laughs> You're not wrong there. No, that's that's a great compensation, isn't it? <laughs> Stay really with me, is. lads. <laughs> Those hotel rooms are expensive <laughs> yeah. in that big exactly. town. No, they really yeah. are. Yeah, absolutely. Come on over. Listen, thank you very much for chatting to us. We wish you nothing but happiness and success and all of those good things and the health to enjoy it. Brilliant, brilliant story to hear uh, first thing this Friday morning. Meredith story from Ohio, but kind kind of Limerick now as well. (laughs) Uh, And Ian Houlihan from Limerick, but kind of New York now, and Ohio and other places uh, uh, too. Uh, We wish you very well. Thanks thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Cheers.
1: Call Limerick Today now on 461995.